podcast episode and I am here to talk a little bit about um, obviously the NBA playoffs are very exciting. Uh, we already have uh, some teams that have moved on to the next rounds. Uh, you got the Suns, um, you got the Denver Nuggets, um, you got the 76ers, but outside of playoff basketball, I wanted to mention um, something that Phil Jackson, uh, the coach who coached, you know, the great Michael Jordan, um, coached Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, um, Scottie Pippen, guys like that. But um, so Phil Jackson came out and spoke on uh, his thoughts on, you know, the uh, political stance in 2020 uh, during the NBA bubble moment in, in, in uh, time. Uh, so his energy was that he didn't like it. He felt like uh, it was it was too political. And, you know, uh, my thoughts on that particular comment from Phil Jackson, just as a, a quick, well, why was it so political, you know, for guys to uh, be able to bring awareness to a situation that was plaquing uh, our community, you know, cops uh, going around shooting, shooting black men, you know, you know, uh, George Floyd and things like that. And we're watching this stuff on, on social media and, you know, we have to see it happen every day. You know, I think this was around what Jacob Blake, you know, what, you know, so many people, like so many different, um, situations had happened during, during that time. Um, and you know, Breonna Taylor, you know, it was just so much going on and for, him to come out and say uh, he feels like, you know, there's no place for politics in the sports, especially in basketball. It's strange because, you know, you had a lot of guys who took those stands back in the day from Bill Russell to Kareem. Um, you had guys who were, were friends with civil rights activists and made their voices heard um, so many times. And, you know, uh, something I didn't notice, though, you know, the players that he played, they weren't as vocal about certain things. You know, I think Kobe became more vocal, uh, you know, around the time with, um, I believe this was what, Mike Brown. And when he wore the shirt that said, I can't breathe, or um, I think it was Eric Garner. But, you know, he, he did get very, very active within those things around that time. But, you know, he coached Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wasn't a very, you know, he didn't speak a lot about the, 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 the stuff, you know. He didn't, he didn't take, he didn't, you know, get into that stance. Um, you know, he, he's, he's coached guys that have been like that. You know, Kobe Bryant wasn't really doing as much of that when he was playing in the league around that time. And that could also be because there was no social media. Kobe wasn't on social media until his until he retired. And that's when he got an Instagram and things like that and Twitter. And he was actually, you know, a, he was maybe a little bit active on those platforms. But he still really wasn't on it. But, you know, my point is that um, it's interesting to hear a coach that has, you know, pretty much paid, you know, kind of, well, I wouldn't say paid anything, but I would say kind of, you know, built his name off of the backs of, you know, some of the greatest black superstars, you know, and, you know, to have coach Michael Jordan, Kobe, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal, who's vocal about things that take place. Um, and then, you you know, you got Scotty, and, you know, he just coached so many great players. It's just it's kind of disappointing to hear him say that. But you would also think that this is just the way it is in sports. You know, I say this all the time, you know, NBA, NFL, they're really no different. 
know, a lot of the white coaches who coach these leagues and coaching these leagues are are usually just the same way. They think the same exact way. You know, a lot of these people didn't like to see, you know, the players getting um, political. You know, a lot of people had issues with those guys wearing the I Can't Breathe shirts. Um, a lot of people didn't like uh, the players uh, just being vocal about what was taking place outside of basketball. You know, not realizing that the NBA is a, what, you know, maybe 85% uh, black league, you know, uh, and, and those guys are, that's what they live. You know, not only do they live that, but they also go home to, you know, uh, black mothers, uh, black fathers, black wives, you know, um, black children, you know, it's just, it is what, what we live and it's our life, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's, it's so weird to know that people don't understand that, you know, Phil Jackson, you've never probably had to deal with the things that, that a black man had, has had to deal with, or a black woman has had to deal with because of your skin color. But, you know, to hear him say, um, you know, that, that there, there's no place for that. It's literally insulting. It's very insulting. You know, a Black Lives Matter slogan shouldn't bother you to the point to where you feel as though it's, it's just too much. You know, social justice, um, a social justice stance in general shouldn't bother you, especially when it's really something that's, that's happening outside that's, that, that, that can't be stopped. You know, you see it happening right in front of your eyes, but you want players to be silent about it. I don't think that's fair. And I don't think that's right. Um, you know, I think, you know, he also made comments calling LeBron James uh, pa- uh, posse, you know, some years back. You know, he's always said little things, you know, that kind of made me think, you know, wow, what's up with this man? You know, is he is he is he racist? You know, but at this point, I've kind of come to the conclusion that he is racist. You know, when you come out and say something like that, you have to be racist. You have to you don't realize that you're racist, but you are racist. These people have made you money, but you don't see them as human, really. You just see them as basketball players. You just see them as, oh, yeah, they're just making me money. I just, I'm just coaching them. You know, I don't really give a damn about, you know, what struggles they deal with, what they have going on. You know, I just want them to play basketball for me. And that's kind of how he presented what he said. You know, it's kind of like, and, and when you listen to the interview, he's like, I took my kids and my grandkids and they thought it was funny. You know, what's so funny about these people? bringing awareness to what's taking place outside how about telling your kids that what's happening outside is wrong you know your grandkids about you know about why this is wrong why these police uh why these police are are hurting these black people for for simply just being black shooting these black people for simply just being black instead you made it out of a joke you thought it was a joke i'm not feeling bill jackson's comments thought it was really dumb for him to even say on um, a platform like that and um you know he's again he's always said things you know he he said thuggery a while back you know years ago you know he blamed the way uh the, some of the players dressed as 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 you know as 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 bad you know he he blamed rap music on on why some of these athletes were not able to do certain things and have bad attention spans, you know. There's so many things that uh, Phil Jackson has done, you know, and I think the biggest thing is in, in 2016 when he called LeBron James' his business partners uh, his posse, you know. That was real weird to me, you know. LeBron James has always been a very chill dude, uh, presents himself as a, as a um, just a class act at all times, you know. What are you calling a posse for? 
you know. But but again, guys like Phil Jackson, again, you're looking at LeBron. He's a billionaire, a black billionaire, speaks about all the social injustice, talks about all the stuff that happens, things that take place. Of, of course, Phil Jackson is not going to like LeBron because of those things. So it makes sense why he would say something like that in um, 2016 when he when he talks about, you know, LeBron James. But he would have never said that to somebody like Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? So it's just very interesting. And, um, you know. LeBron James responded, but, you know, again, LeBron said to use the label, you know, and that's not what I've built over my career, and he's absolutely right. So, you know, Phil Jackson is just out as a racist, and sometimes people don't even realize that they just tell on themselves without really saying much of anything. You know, he really just told on himself, you're a racist. You know, you're not the, you're not too fond of, you know, blacks, and maybe you are fond of it, but you just want to be in denial because you're not, again, for black people. You're a racist person. Scottie Pippen had warned us uh, a while ago on, a, on an interview we had and said, you know, Phil Jackson was racist. He actually he was actually on a team for years that was coached by Phil Jackson. So, you know, again, you have to listen to him. You have to listen to what he's saying. But now that you continue to see these patterns of Phil Jackson, the things he does, you have to say, hey. He was absolutely right. Um, and I don't know at this point if I can consider him a legendary coach. You know, he's done some great things on the backs of black players. But, you know, again, if it wasn't for those players, you wouldn't be nothing. So, you know, the anti-blackness always comes in different forms, you know, from a lot of different coaches and owners and things like that. And they always show it, you know, telling people that they can't um, speak out about things that are happening in their backyard to, to people that look like them is, a, is really strange to me, you know, and I think... This has nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter organization. This just has something to do with the racist white man telling people that he didn't like that the NBA allowed their players to be vocal on what was taking place um, in a police brutality, a social, in, uh, social injustice uh, stance in that, in that time and place. That's, that's basically what it was. So um, I'll just like to say uh, that's going to end our podcast today, BCG podcast. Um, you know, as I've as I've said, again, we'll be back with more episodes, uh, more interviews, things like that. I got a few. I got a few more interviews actually that I will be dropping probably tomorrow. So look, be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning into the BCG podcast. I'm out.